Hey, everybody. This is Nicole Greer, the Vibrant Coach, and I am so excited to be with you on this blog talk episode of the Vibrant Coach. And today we're going to talk about how to plan your week. How do you take the essential steps to transform your life? Here is a really important absolute truth. Highly successful people plan, period. The vision for your life is not just going to happen. It's really great to sit down and get a vision. And where we started at the beginning of this year of 2016, I gave you this definite thing that I said. I said, you've got to, I implore you to get a vision for your life. Don't even start to goal set unless you have a vision. So that is so, so true. But the reality is, is a a vision in your life will not just happen. You've got to really put a great plan in place. And you can't wish yourself to success. It's one thing to create a vision board and put it in front of you and look at it every day, perhaps even meditate on the pictures with your eyes, all of those things. But you can't wish yourself to success. You must plan. So the second week of the year, what I did is I shared with you how to go from a vision and take that vision from a 100,000-foot level to the play, from the place where we have a vision. I implored you to get a mission statement. I asked you to pick some things that you're going to measure this year, objectives. Then we talked about strategic plans and the Vibrant Strategic Planner. And then we talked about the Weekly Planner. So these are the things that help you plan. Now, when you sit down to do those every single week, you are going to get very, very clear about how to turn that vision, how to turn that vision board into actionable steps. So last week was all about figuring out the actionable steps. So you've got this big vision we learned on week one of 2016. Week two, we said, okay, we've got to sit here and we've got to actually tease it out. We've got to write some words down. We've got to get some ideas, some measurements, some, some mission behind of all of this. And then now, this week, our whole goal is to take all of that information that we put down on paper last week and we want to put it on our calendar. Reality check, reality check. You've got to move things from paper to calendar. And I am talking about your electronic calendar, and I'm talking about actually looking at the minutes and the hours in the day that you plan to do the activities that are going to lead to your vision. So if you were to pull up my calendar, I actually use Mac products. I am a huge huge fan of Mac and Apple and so I have on my base calendar on my iCal I have got my day planned out from top to bottom I know what I'm going to be doing for the vast majority of the day unless I have intentionally left a pocket of time that is open and I don't want anything planned on it in it because I want to be able to do whatever I feel like at the moment So when you hear this, don't think this is some kind of majorly rigid organizational pattern that no human on planet Earth can survive. In fact, you know, if you go back to last week's episode, I talked about the fact that there are three different kinds of days. There are um, in days, days where you have yourself in your office with your head down, cleaning up your piles and files, getting organized and making, you know, breathing room uh, to do some powerful work on your on days, right? And then I talked about off days. 
Now, if you're a personality like me, you probably need to even plan your off days so that you don't find yourself working. Uh, But inside of each day on your calendar, you can put pockets of time where it is free space so that you can do some things that bubble up, that need your attention, or you could simply sit, you could meditate, you could read a book, you could take a walk, you could do whatever you think your body and your mind and your heart and your soul need at that moment. So we want to take a look at what a calendar might look like if somebody was really taking their vision at the 100,000-foot level, their mission statement, their objectives and their strategic plans, and they were rolling them into a calendared um, weekly schedule. So you need to pull up your calendar. Um, Some of you work on paper. Some of you work on the electronic like me. I really want to stop for a moment and, you know, tell you that I think using an electronic calendar, again, is so important because of a couple things. One, if you put information into your electronic calendar on your computer, it is going to, of course, immediately transfer to your phone, to your iPad, to all of your other electronic devices. And so no matter where you are, what you're doing, even if you don't have an electronic device with you and somebody else has one, you can log into your calendar through um, different softwares, in my case with Apple products, onto iCloud, and I can see where I'm supposed to be and see what I'm supposed to be doing. So you're never, never lost from your calendar. And if you've ever had a paper calendar and you've gone somewhere and left it behind, you know that you are completely lost without it. So I really want to implore you to use your electronic calendar. So if you look at your calendar for the week, it's important to sit down and understand that sitting with your calendar and planning out your week onto your calendar, you know, filling up hours in the day intentionally is going to help you encounter your potential. Because your potential really is only going to be brought to fruition. It's only going to manifest if you give it time. Oftentimes, your potential needs some money. And oftentimes, uh, or every time, your potential is going to require energy. So we've got to do the first thing, which is to encounter our potential, encounter what is possible for the week, and make it probable through laying out this calendar. So you want to sit down Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you want to start to look at what can I do inside of this time to make my life absolutely amazing and really live at my full potential. So what I suggest is that you start out by honoring your priorities. So people tell me all the time, I, you know, I get distracted, I get pulled away on the little things, and I don't get the big rocks done that I want to get done. And so it's so important that you sit down and you write down your priorities first. So, for example, if you were to look at my calendar, you would see that I get up every morning at 5 a.m. It is not optional. I get up. In fact, I probably couldn't sleep past 5.30 if I didn't set my alarm clock. I might have a little wiggle room in there if I didn't set an alarm. But once you condition yourself to get up early... It is amazing uh, how refreshing it is to get up before the sun is up and to what I like to call plug in. So if you looked on my calendar, this actual rising every morning at 5 a.m., and I actually do this, you know, Monday through Sunday. And you might be thinking, that is crazy. I want to sleep in. But I will tell you, if you put a really amazing, amazing, amazing 
schedule in the beginning of your day, this is going to be the thing that energizes your life and really helps you see your potential. And I don't know if there's anything more exciting than getting up and like serving yourself uh, with the highest form of yourself first thing in the morning. So if you look on the calendar, it says 5 a.m., plugging in, and you pick the activities that are going to really, really uh, energize your life. So, for example, my priorities, uh, I'm going to get up every morning, and one of the first things I'm going to do is I'm going to read you know, something that is going to set my mind in the correct framework. Now, can you think of a better priority than choosing something to read that puts thoughts in your mind, that helps you really, really get a grasp on, you know, how you're going to see the day, putting a mental model in your mind. So the the thing that I choose to read every single morning is the Bible, and I read it every morning, and when I get up, I do this little exercise called Shaped by the Word. If you follow me on Instagram or you follow me on Pinterest, uh, go to my website, thevibrantcoach.com. You'll see down the right-hand side everything that I'm tweeting every day, and you'll see that there's this simple thing called Shaped by the Word. Now, when I do my little exercise of Shaped by the Word, I am reading a really positive uh, scripture that is resonating with me. It's actually a process called uh, Lexio Divina. And, you know, I need to do a Block Talk radio show about that. That would be really cool. But I do Lexio Divina, which means divine word. I'm looking for a word in my life that's going to frame how I see things today. And so today I was in 1 Corinthians, and in there it was talking about how everybody has a giftedness um, and that you need to figure out what that is and you need to trust it. And so just imagine how my day is going to be when I realize that everybody on planet Earth has a giftedness and we need to trust it and we need to lean into it. So today, when I started my day, I gave myself permission to uh, think about, meditate, and pray about my gifts and then to get my head wrapped around the fact that every human I'm going to encounter today has a giftedness. And, you know, don't miss that. Giftedness means that everybody I encounter today, everybody has a gift for me. So if I'll be looking for it, if I'm awake, alert, and alive and conscientious, <laughs> I am going to be able to go out into the world today, look for people's giftedness, receive that from them, and then turn around and be willing to give what I have to give. And that is a really vibrant way to live. So... I already am encountering my potential for the day and what is out there for me to harvest and for uh, me to sling seed, right? So setting my day up at 5 a.m., doing um, my plugging in with a positive word is really, really great. Now, the second thing that I do every single morning, okay, that helps me encounter my potential and honor my priorities is I sit still and I get very, very centered. I close my eyes and I sit in the silence. Now, you just, you know, depending on your faith background or, you know, your life, you know, don't miss this. You can you can call it prayer. That that's what I call it. Um I invite you to call it that, but some people, you know, want to call it meditation. Perfect. I love that. Do that. Um but sitting in the silence and really really um slowing down and instead of talking in your mind or talking out loud, I want to invite you to just listen. And um, I've got um, a lot of information on what 
my form of meditation is I, it's Christian. It's called Centering Prayer. And if you would like information on that, you can email me, Nicole at the Vibrant Coach, and I will be more than glad to send you that information so that you can learn to do centering prayer. So, so far in the morning, I've set myself up with a really positive um, mental model through doing Lexio Divina. Then I sit still and I listen and I do centering prayer. Uh, I close that up with a thing called the welcome prayer. And the welcome prayer is a wonderful, wonderful tool. I say it every single morning, and it is kind of like my mantra that reminds me, although I am planning my day, and that's exactly what we're talking about on this podcast. I am planning my day. It is imperative that I stay open and available to things that might not be calendared. Okay? So there's kind of a weird paradox in there. But the reality is is that I need to welcome, welcome, welcome everything that comes to me in my day. You know, I can't shut things off. Um, I need to, you know, practice consideration and discernment the whole day about whether or not my original plan needs to shift. And and I think that's where people get caught up as they might listen to a podcast like this and be like, oh, my gosh, she is telling me to plan out every minute of my day, but what if something better comes along? Well, praying the welcome prayer or getting yourself, you know, again, in the proper mental model saying that, you know, I am going to do what I can do in this moment, which is plan but I will be open to whatever comes my way. So, you know, I've got to be in that really cool uh, paradox of understanding that there's yin and there's yang, uh, there's doing and there's receiving. And so I've got to say my welcome prayer to make sure that I remind myself of that. So then um, the next thing that I do is that I um, start working on my actual um, talents and gifts so that you know plugs in very nicely with the scripture that we had this morning in first uh, corinthians two or first corinthians twelve so you know I have on my calendar three things uh that are so imperative that I get done every single morning. So one thing that, you know, I really want to do is I want to make sure that I write every single day. You know, doing uh, life and leadership coaching, it's so important that, you know, I'm working on a book, that I get my blog going, I have uh, a really cool um, presence on um, uh, a website uh, called WiseLike, and on that on that. Um, platform i'm answering questions that people post and you know creating uh, more content so it's really important that i write every morning for 30 to 30 minutes and so it's just a simple setting of the clock and sitting there and stringing words together so i am practicing and creating a habit that supports my vision of having a book and having a very robust uh, entrepreneurial endeavor and vibrant coaching now, the second thing that is on my calendar is email my next day's clients. And anybody who is in business for themselves understands that, you know, we calendar appointments with people, and it's really important to remind people and say, hey, I'm so looking forward to 
seeing you tomorrow and working with you tomorrow. And this prompt is excellent customer service, number one. And number two, it protects your calendar. How many of you have, like, put something on the calendar with somebody and then, boom, you know, they forget and you drive, you invest time, energy, and money to get to them and they totally forgot, which, you know, we have to give people grace. But if you will send a reminder, it can really, really help you protect your calendar. So I always email the people who are on my next day. And then finally, uh, at the end of my day, if you go all the way down to the end of my schedule for the day, I have on there something called the Daily Examine. And the Daily Examine, I have it on my calendar at 9 p.m., and it pops up, on again, on all my devices, no matter where I am, what I'm doing, and it reminds me, hey, you, you know, you need to look at your day. How did you do today? What you know? What brought you joy, and you know what stole your joy today? So it helps me kind of see the things that I'm doing, the activities I'm involved in, and helps me understand what's really, really good in my life and the things that maybe I need to adjust. So that is my everyday framework. Again, you know, this is Monday through Sunday. You know, even the thing about emailing next day appointments, you know, I might text my kids. I might text my husband and say, hey, don't forget we're doing this tomorrow (laughs) because we've all had that happen too where even the people closest to us forget that we have something planned out for the day. All right. So we've got our initial framework in on our calendar and now Notice, notice, notice that we are creating that space for transformation. And when you're creating that space for transformation and plugging in things that help you get the vision done, you are really, really um, being very intentional and giving attention to the proper things. Now, there are three books that I want to recommend to you that really helped me get my head around this concept and, and made me see this as not like, something that's really, really heavy lifting or something that is forcing me into a pattern that I don't want to be in. It got my mind in the correct framework that helped me see that this is something I want to do and something I am willing to do uh, because I want to have um, the vision for my life that I've laid out. So here's the three books that I so, so recommend. The first one is by Laura Vanderkam, and that book is called What Successful People Do Every Morning. And she is a busy mom. She has three kids. She is a writer, a blogger, and she talks about all the things you need to do before 8 a.m., Okay, so that's why you have to get up at 5, right? And so you have some space and time so that you can actually get things done before, you know, the rest of the world wakes up and the rest of the world is pulling and tugging on you. So What Successful People Do Before 8 a.m. by Laura Vanderkam. Now, the second book is a wonderful book. I actually got turned on to this book by one of my clients, Daryl Bellamy. Hey, check him out at Bellamy Inspires. He is a professional speaker, an amazing, amazing man, and he gave me this book. Uh, It's called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. So don't miss that. That's two more people, you know, who are bestsellers who are saying, hey, get up before 8 o'clock and get your day organized and get planned. So those two books are actually very, very good. Now, the third book is more of a faith-based book, and um, that one is really, really 
really powerful in my life. I was turned on to this by my mentor, Anne Sturette. She said, you've got to read this book, Sacred Rhythms, by Ruth Haley Barton. And in there, she talks about the fact that, you know, if you want to be uh, disciplined um, in a really beautiful way and live your life, you know, in high integrity and um, with a really beautiful spiritual life, you've got to sit down and you've got to plug in with your creator every day. And so she gives you um, tons and tons of information about how to put sacred or holy rhythms in your life. So those are my three books that I totally, totally want to recommend. So let's stop and think about, you know, starting your day early and getting all sorts of things done um, at the beginning of your day rather than hoping. You know, hope is a wonderful uh, idea, but it's a terrible strategy, right? So we want to definitely get our day started early. So let's just kind of think about the analogy of somebody who is a runner, right, and they run sprints around a track. They're they're in track and field. Um, If you watch the Olympics and you see a sprinter or a runner, you know, getting ready to run their sprint, you can see them kind of standing before the starting line and they're like warming up their muscles, they're stretching themselves, don't miss that. Um, They are, you know, shaking things out, they're getting focused, and then the gentleman who says it's ready to start the race, he's got, you know, the gun that he's going to shoot off that's going to get the runners into motion, you know, he says, hey, get in the starting block. And so the runners very carefully, um, very intentionally, you know, get down, uh, position themselves correctly, um, push their body into the form it needs to be in so they have the best lift off, and then the official um, fires the gun and the runner is out of the blocks. And the runner is set up, ready to go in the best form possible to take on, you know, that next space around that um, loop, right, you know, around the um, stadium so that they're on the track. And so when they're running around the track, you know, they, they are on autopilot now. They are all set up. They're running the race, but they're doing it because they prepared correctly. And and that's really what we want to do with our lives. We want to every morning get up and get in those blocks, stretched out, shaking off what needs to be shaken off, getting totally focused so that we can just, boom, go into emotion, go into motion in a really, really powerful way and take on that territory around that track um, with speed and agility and, um, you know, great finesse. So here's the thing. If, if you prepare in the morning before your day, uh, I don't know about y'all, but if I can get up and I can exercise and I can get that checked off my list. I mean, I have an endorphin rush, not even from the, you know, not not just from the working out, but from the actual, um, you know, checking off of the list. It's like, hey, I got this done. I am off to a good start, just like the runner. And so I find myself up the feeling scale. And I've talked about the feeling scale in these blog talk episodes for, you know, years now. And so I'm just going to touch on it again because we don't learn things 
by hearing them one time. You know, in coaching, when I went through my coaching process, they introduced this concept of the feeling scale. And the reality is is that all day long human beings run up and down this feeling scale and we have really a choice about where we want to be on the feeling scale. Instead of, like, letting your feelings run you, you can run your feelings. And getting up early and planning your week, planning your day, having structure or rhythms, sacred rhythms like Ruth Haley Barton says, you know, we can put ourselves up the feeling scale. Because if you get up and get your yoga done, you feel great. And therefore, you're off to a great start and you're up the feeling scale and you are energized. So. Energy, as we know, is the fuel to get us through the day. So I want to st- I want to touch on that too, because when you plan your week and you take the essential steps to transform your life, you're going to be energizing yourself through the six energies that I talk about in the Shine Coaching methodology. So not only planning your week helps you encounter your potential, it helps you honor your priorities. But when you actually calendar the things that support your vision, you are totally, totally doing the shine coaching methodology, which is how you live a vibrant life, right? So if I sit down with my calendar and start to calendar out things, I'm doing self-assessment, right? I'm turning the mirror inward and I'm looking at myself and I'm saying, do these activities serve what I say I really want? and you're making the connection. So you're doing self-assessment. You're also looking at your calendar, and based on the obligations you have to your clients, to your family, to the other people in your life, you are carefully choosing and taking on things so that you can do what you say you're going to do for your clients, you can follow through on your commitments, and you are getting things in order so that you understand how much energy you're going to have, how taxed you're going to be, and you're going to get that all plugged in. Now, the second thing that we talk about in the Shine Coaching methodology, so the S is self-assessment and the H is habit work. And so definitely you can schedule in your habits. So if you look again at my plugging in time, you'll see on there that it says take your vitamins, it says, you know, to do the the Lexio Divina, to do the welcome prayer, to do all those things. So habitually I am getting those into my life, writing for 30 minutes a day. I'm doing some serious habit work. Now the I in the Shine Coaching Methodology is integrity. And getting in integrity means that I'm trying to be uh, full and whole and, you know, really leaning into my full potential and making what is possible Probable, and you can only do that through your calendar. So when you are calendaring your week, you are in serious integrity. The next thing is next right steps. So that is the N in the Shine Coaching Methodology. So it sitting down to calendar out your week helps you see that on Monday I can get this part of the project done. On Wednesday I'll get this part of the project done. Before I can get the next part of the project done, I need to have a meeting with somebody. So let me schedule my meeting for Friday or the following Monday. You know, It helps you start to get very, very logical and help you to get very, very efficient with your next right steps. Now, the final part of the Shine Coaching Methodology is energy. And so here's the deal. There are six energies. There is intellectual energy. There is emotional energy. There is spiritual energy. There is physical energy, social energy, and the energy of money. And if you will sit down and seriously calendar out your week, you're going to 
plug in all those energies and be operating at a very, very high vibration. Uh, So, for example, if I know that I need to learn something for my job or I need to learn something for an activity I'm going to be participating in, I can calendar time to study, time to watch videos, time to read. And when I put those things on my calendar, I am plugging in to my intellectual energy. If I want to uh, feel better emotionally, you know, I may need to schedule in time to pray, to meditate, to see a counselor, to see a coach, you know, all sorts of different things that can help me emotionally feel better about things, times with uh, friends, family, relationships, things like that. The next energy, if we look at it through the calendaring perspective, is going to be spiritual. So as you heard you know, at the beginning of this podcast, my spiritual energy is totally stoked at the beginning of the day when I do Lexio Divina and I sit and I do my centering prayer. So I am plugging in, making sure I am tapped into that spiritual energy every single day. Then we have physical, and if you, again, follow me on Instagram or Pinterest or Facebook, which I totally want to be your friend on Facebook, you'll see that I do yoga every single day, stretching this body of mine and making sure that, you know, I am feeling good in my body. I'll know that if you don't feel good in your body, you're not going to get anything done. You're going to be hurting and in pain, and that is going to distract you in a whole lot of ways. And then finally... Uh, you have the the social energy. So we want to look at our calendar through the social energy perspective. I mean, you know, I'm a wind personality, and I need to have fun. So if you look at my calendar in the coming week, you know, I am going to go on a girl's road trip with my daughter to go visit Clemson University this week, and that's going to be serious fun. And so I have that to look forward to, and when I have that experience, I'm going to be energized. And then we have the money energy and the financial energy. And here's the thing. If you work and or if you're an entrepreneur, which is working too, hello, if you do either one of those, um, you know, whatever your format is, you have a job or you're an entrepreneur, uh, we all know the quality of time that we calendar for specific activities is going to result in money. You know, so if I work for somebody else, that's great. Um, And if I am super efficient, super organized, I have my calendar in place, I am working through strategic projects like crazy, the person that employs me is going to be so impressed with me. Uh, I'm going to get a raise. I'm going to get the promotion, and it will affect me financially. And, of course, we all know as an entrepreneur that the quality of time you spend on your business and building it is going to pay off in the long run. So I cannot tell you how important it is to sit down and plan your week with your calendar. This is an essential step to transform your life. I've given you a format. I've given you three books as resources. I've shown you how the SHINE methodology plugs you in. And I have told you how this will energize six areas of your life. So I hope you've taken away kind of a little system for living a life that you can love and that you've received strategies, systems, and smarts to integrate into your calendar. Uh, All of this will help you coordinate your daily activities with your vision and help you have a little balance in your life. So instead of having good intentions about getting things done, let's get them calendared, let's get inspired, and let's get energized. Uh, My name is Nicole Greer. I am the Vibrant Coach, and it has been my distinct 
pleasure to uh, spend this time with you. Uh, please go over to www.thevibrantcoach.com and see all the blogs, videos, and things that we have to offer. I personally would love to come speak at your uh, next event uh, for your business or for an organization perhaps you're a member in, uh, and I would also love to coach you one-on-one or introduce you to my team of coaches that would be able to help you live your most vibrant life. So check in back here next week on Friday, and we will have another podcast ready and waiting to go. Thanks, and have a vibrant day.